Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright, everyone. Today I'm talking about something that I'm going to... Um, okay, this might be a little bit cheating, but I'm going to classify it as more. Uh, I don't know if you've been listening to this for a while, but uh, I've kind of had this running joke that I call this Movies and More, but I really just review, review movies. It's very rare when I even mention something that goes beyond that. So I try to do, I've been trying to do a better job of living up to the more aspect of the podcast title. This is sort of straddling the line, but since it was a play first, well, technically it was a historical event first, I don't care. Since it was technically a play first, um, it was, it, 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 I'm just going to call it, okay? I'm going to say I'm reviewing a play, even though I'm technically reviewing the, the filmed version. So this movie, dang it, this <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, this serve the. What what am I saying? Listen, this play. <laughs> okay, technical difficulties resolved. This play, first try. This play was a huge deal for what I feel like was a year. Uh, it first came out in twenty fifteen, and I feel like from twenty fifteen to twenty sixteen. You could not escape someone talking about this and how good it was and how you had to see it and how amazing it was and how you could barely get in to see it and, you know, how crazy expensive it was to get, or not expensive, um, exclusive, sorry, it was to see this play and, like, what a big deal it was if somebody got Hamilton tickets, whatever. Like, this move, this, dang it, this play lit the world on fire and, um, I knew sort of like broad strokes references to it i knew the whole um not giving up my shot like i knew that reference and i knew the no one else was in the room where it happened i knew that reference too and i knew like obviously it's a um a play like a musical version of alexander hamilton's life story and i i did know sort of that it was like hip-hop r&b kind of inspired i knew that but kind of vaguely because i didn't really listen to any of these songs and i didn't really like partake in this like it just wasn't really a thing for me when i was that age a couple years ago i definitely would have would not have been as open to seeing a musical and it's not that i hated them or anything i actually did enjoy them and still do it's just something i only really choose to watch in very small doses and i I think that there's just so many examples of bad ones that I tend to just stray stray away from them in general. That's not to say I hate them, it's just to say it's not really my thing. So I just kind of missed this. And then it came to my attention that they were putting out a filmed version on Disney+. And I was like, I have Disney+. I haven't used it in months. Maybe um, Maybe I could watch this. So that's what I decided to do. And, um, and wow, I mean wow hey guys pretty good um <laughs> uh, newsflash hamilton is a great musical the end uh no i'm just kidding because there's actually more to talk about than just the musical like you know what let's just get all that out of the way this is a really 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 great show like this is actually fantastic the way that they move from one song into the other is seamless at first i was like Oh, God, I don't think there's any talking in this. 
and um, I was like, no, no, stick it out, it's going to be amazing, and of course it was, because the the transitions are seamless, which is what I was just touching on, but beyond that, just the songs are so catchy, and they're so, like, fun to listen to, and um, the way they put, like, fun, light-hearted twists on some uh, very heavy and, like, could be pers- uh, construed as boring historical events it just makes this so much fun to watch and i couldn't get enough of it like the it's so catchy and the way that they um they use certain aspects of the songs and certain like titles and lines and they just they bring them uh, like back around and they weave them through the whole story it was really really interesting and it was something that was totally unique i have never really seen something that that like in this same vein i definitely uh, the only Broadway show that I've ever seen was uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, and I think I talked about it on the show, maybe not too much, but it was when, back when you could still go to New York, it was a, an English trip. It was for um, it was for the Honors English Department, and uh, I, I've been part of that for two years now, I guess going on three since I'm going to be a junior, but I was a sophomore when I took the trip, and the freshman year, you read To Kill a Mockingbird, and To Kill a Mockingbird was still running on Broadway, and it, more importantly, it was still running with Jeff Daniels. It was going to switch in, I think, a couple weeks, so they somehow managed to get us pretty discounted tickets, and we we took a trip up there. We did a bunch of other stuff, but this was kind of like the, this is a big focus of it, and I loved that show, and a large part of it was because it had a way of making certain parts of the the original story funny while not betraying them. It it still honored the story, it just told it in a different way, and I think this is a, this does a very similar thing. It tells a lot of different aspects and weaves in a bunch of different details into the story, but not only does it do that, it makes it really, really entertaining to watch, and it makes it something that you will recommend to other people, which I think is something that very rarely happens with historical films or novels or stories in any way because a lot of times it's just for a very niche audience and I think a reason that this reached such a wide audience is that the performance that they give and the songs that they sing are so masterfully written that you can't help but be entertained by it the the rap battle like meeting thing like the congressional meeting or whatever that was was one of the standouts for me I really enjoyed that and um, the way that they they talk about um his affair while his wife is uh, upstate that was also really good i really like that song so many of them they do a really great job of not only telling the story and progressing it forward but also giving you clues into the characters minds like what they're thinking why they're doing the things that they do the motivation is um it's sung along with the um the the actual like story beats and the his, the history that they're that they're pervi- um portraying here and that was just so unique and so unlike anything i've ever seen before and i really really loved it and then beyond that just the purely technical aspects the what would have been live there all of that is really cool the way they portray the hurricane and the way they use lighting for a lot of this is so so good i just can't even wrap my head around the amount of work and um, practicing and just diligent professionalism and training that would have had to go into uh, staging all of this and making it all look as good as it does. And that is something that's really impressive to me. I have so much respect for theater, even though it's not my preferred um, 
medium. It's not something I have seen a lot of or something that I tend to gravitate towards. Every time I watch a performance, I'm blown away by the amount of skill it takes to pull it off. I was stage crew once for um, for my freshman year. We did a production of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and just that, being stage crew, was difficult enough. I can't imagine what it would be like to actually be a performer or to be a performer slash stage crew for this entire performance, which was like probably double the time ours was, and then you do it a bunch of times, and, and just, I can't, I can't even imagine. It was... It was just breathtaking the amount of skill that goes into this and just how perfect everything looked. And uh, not only that, there's so much creativity. Cre Why did I say it like that? I never said creative. Cre the, um, there's so much innovation. Uh, no, just kidding. There, there's so much creativity in how they, they display a lot of this stuff that you can't really pull off convincingly on stage. Something like the hurricane or something like a gunshot, you... you they use dancing to uh, to portray it, dancing and lighting and staging and the, the spinning kind of turntable type thing in the center of the stage. They use that to portray what's happening here, and that was so unique, and I really enjoyed watching that because there's certain things that you just can't really do that effect on stage, and it wouldn't be as interesting to like talk about it, so the way that you see it but you see it in a very like dreamlike, very stylized way. It was really cool to me. And um, the bullets were probably my favorite. I loved, loved how they did that. The way they had the girl come in and like pretend she was the bullet and she was dragging it along. And then the way you see um, the people get shot and then they kind of like mime slow motion. Oh, it was so cool. And also the way they do all this and use very minimal sets. I talked about To Kill a Mockingbird for a second, and that also has very minimal sets. But there was there was still a lot of of scene changes where you could definitely tell a very distinct delineation between what location you were at because there would be like a different backdrop or different furniture or whatever. They largely use the same furniture and same like stairs and stuff for all of this. There's really not a lot of set dressing, but it works completely. You get where you are through just some of the um, very, very simple staging that they do and just the, the props that they incorporate. And then a lot of the times through the lyrics. And that was so, so masterful. Just the amount of stuff that they can cram into these lyrics and still make it rhyme and really poetic and really entertaining. Uh, incredible. I was so, so dumbfounded by how well that was all done. And then even, even the filming. Even the filming really comes together very well. The way that they get some of these angles and it seems like it was perfectly matched to what they were trying to do here somehow seemed like they knew they were going to release this widely um by the time uh you know there was a global pandemic that had stopped any new content from reaching us um i'm just kidding about that part obviously but it did seem like they knew this was going to be a movie it's shot so well it like the the motion is perfectly conveyed through the camera work, it's low when it needs to be, it's wide when it needs to be, it's sweeping when it needs to be, they pull in for close-ups when you really need them, and it's never distracting. It goes along perfectly with the performance, and it really does seem like they're filming a musical, and that's something that's very hard to do because a lot of the times a good and a bad musical number come down to just the way you shoot them because there's a way to shoot them that makes them look bad when you lean into that stylization 
and the beauty and grace of it and you make the camera do the same thing it's it's smooth it's graceful it moves with the action and it shows you all of it that's the way you would shoot a musical but there's certain ways where you can edit it and you can film it where it isn't entertaining where you don't get the same experience that you would have watching it live and in person but this definitely doesn't have that problem they do a great job of capturing amazing work on stage and i was just so thoroughly impressed by this i really really loved it and i'm sure a lot of people are like yeah obviously idiot we we all know hamilton we've been on this way longer than you have and to that i say I don't, I didn't ask. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't ask. I got to it a little bit later, and you know what? Hey, man, it's still great, and that's worth talking about. So if you haven't seen this like me uh, before, you definitely should. Please go check it out if you have Disney+, Plus. and if you've already seen it, go check it out again. It's 100% worth your time. This is a really, really great play and a really, really great um, uh, filmed version. So, yeah, everything's firing on all cylinders here. This is a really, really really fantastic performance. I loved it. Before I get out of here, I do want to say that I am grateful for, drumroll please, being sick. <laughs> now, on the surface, that might sound really weird, and it also probably sounds to you just through the mic that I you are not sick at all. And you're right, I'm not anymore. But uh, I woke up kind of in the middle of the night, and you know how you get when you throw up where your mouth starts to get like really watery, like you just keep like swallowing? And you can kind of feel your stomach churning and you can feel like you can feel, you know, you, if you've thrown up recently or at all, you probably know what I'm talking about. I'm not doing a great job describing it, but I think you know what I mean. And I was getting that feeling, but I managed to calm myself down, just trying to breathe through it and whatever. And I went back to sleep. I wake up and I remember I have to go to work. And, um, and I was like, wow, do I still feel like absolute shit like I really really felt bad and so I um I went downstairs you know I got all dressed I did my hair and, and everything and I was like oh god uh, mom I'm really not feeling well so I got like some Pepto and stuff and she's like I th really think you need to eat something and I was like I really think you need to leave me alone because I'm gonna throw up everywhere uh I did end up eventually eating like two pieces like not pieces of bread like a little um it was one piece of, of like toast and I just kind of like ripped a little tiny pieces off it and I was just like no and I went and I just like laid down she's like I think you should call in sick and I was like I think you're right so I did and then um pretty much as soon as both of them left for work I felt perfectly fine <laughs> um which I probably shouldn't be saying because I know that very recently, um, my supervisor asked me where she could listen to the podcast. <laughs> but, but, um, if you're hearing this, I'm sorry, I was sick at the time. I'm not, I wouldn't lie on a podcast. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it was so funny. It was like, I completely turned around. I felt a hundred percent fine. And I ate, um, a super big breakfast cause I was really hungry by that point. And, um, and then I sat down with coffee and little like, um, they're not biscottis, but they were like dipping coffee, dipping cookies. And I was just like, I'm living the life. And I, I, I've, um, watched the the last episode of the boys on on amazon and then i watched uh i watched a little bit of the umbrella academy and then i watched this and it's just like but it really hit at a time that was really perfect because um i'm at work most days now i work five days a week and so i i don't have a ton of time off and when i do get home 
uh, I'm never alone, which is fine. It's not like I don't want to be with my family or they are bad in any way. That's not what I'm saying. But everybody needs some alone time at a certain point, and I just don't get it, get much of it anymore by the nature of my schedule. And so I just had a great time to be alone and just have a morning to myself, and it just kind of hit at a really great time that I could get some, some stuff watched so I can get some content for the podcast. And then for the rest of the day, I just had it open to be really productive and just get some stuff done. So I was really appreciative of that. And that's what I'm grateful for. It turned out to be a blessing in disguise. So, yeah. If you like this this podcast and you want to show it some love, please consider leaving a review. Five stars would be super helpful, and you can do it right in app. So while you're there, consider subscribing. That would be super helpful for the show and, and helping people find it. Uh, there's a great way to do that as well that doesn't require going on your phone at all. You can just tell a friend. If you're with somebody and you're like, hey, I think you like this podcast, send them my way. I'd love to have them. If you want to follow the show on Instagram for updates on new episodes and what the topics of discussion will be, you can do that at Movies and More Pod. Or if you want to follow me personally on Instagram, you can do that at Giovanni One. And if you want to email the show with any comments, questions, concerns, or suggestions, you can do that at Movies and More Pod at gmail.com. If you want to find a great landing page for all the things that I just listed, plus a full list of everything, of everywhere, I mean, that you can listen to this podcast, you can find that at moviesandmorepod.com. It's a great place to find everything that I'm doing here, and it's all in one really convenient location. So thank you, thanks if you've done all that, and thanks in advance if you're going to. But I will see you next time, and until then, don't throw away your shot. Peace.